Hello and welcome to the Create with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Hutton. I'm a business coach and a virtual assistant, and I am on a mission to help you create a life by your own design. I want to inspire and empower you to transform not only your bank account, but your life from the inside out. Inside the Create with Confidence podcast, we will dive into all things creating a career online. From mindset to marketing, you'll hear thought-provoking stories and conversations that will make you feel seen, that will challenge you and give you ideas, inspiration, and strategies around building a business, social media, confidence, sales, self-belief, content creation, working with clients, and so much more. I want you to leave this podcast with the strategy around how to create a life-first business and lifestyle, the mindset that will help you believe that your biggest dreams are possible for you, and the confidence so that you can take those action steps and make it a reality for you. Welcome to the podcast. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello and thank you for listening to this week's episode. Today I am joined by Noor who is a virtual assistant turned Pinterest manager for wedding photographers and she is a leading expert on all things Pinterest. I met Noor through Instagram a little while ago when she was still a virtual assistant and we have stayed connected ever since. And over that time I've loved watching her pivot and expand into Pinterest and I also loved and could relate to her decision as to why she did so which she shares inside today's episode. She joins me today so that we can explore the behind the scenes of what a successful Pinterest strategy looks like. We debunk common misconceptions and she reveals the best practices for maximizing your presence on Pinterest. From understanding Pinterest algorithm to leveraging the power of keywords, inside this episode, Noor shares so much value and she gives so many insider tips that I know are going to help you grow your business through the power of Pinterest. I absolutely love this chat and I hope you find it valuable. So let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast. I am super, super excited today. We're going to be talking all about Pinterest. But before we get into it, I actually want to hand the microphone over to you, Noor, so that you can introduce yourself. So tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and why we're going to be talking to you about Pinterest today. Hello. Okay, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. My name is Noor. Like you previously mentioned, I am a Pinterest manager and I mainly focus in on increasing client funnels and increasing your overall exposure and drive traffic to your website. I personally prefer it a lot more than to Instagram and we're going to delve more into like why that is. But Pinterest is just amazing. I love it. And to be able to help clients get more clients through it is like just an easy thing for me. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. <laughs> And how did you actually get started with Pinterest? Because I found you on Instagram. So tell me a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are. So I started off as like social media manager. So it was everything. It was Instagram. It was Facebook. It was Pinterest. It was only when Reels started to be introduced into Instagram that I started to just defer away from it a little bit just because it was everyone was new to it and everyone wasn't really keen on jumping onto the reels wagon so it just didn't feel like I was I was meant to be in that mix and so I started introducing myself to Pinterest and it just it all just seemingly just went through as if this was the one for me and I always I'm such a Pinterest user myself like I always go there for inspo and photos and I'm like what if I do something that I help like especially photographers, those are the people that I tend to work with to put their work out there and people can then look at their work as inspo and like for pictures to do in the future and stuff. And so it just, I don't know, it just all like fit together like all at once. 
Yes. I know that when I use Pinterest, like I, I've offered it in the past and I've definitely helped clients kind of set up their pages and everything like that. But I know for me personally, it was never like a marketing tool that I used for me. Like it was mainly, like you said, the inspiration place where I go and I save things in my mood board. And if I want to manifest yeah. anything, that's where I look. And it was only when I got into business that, because I've obviously used Pinterest for that before I even started my business, but then, yeah, as I got started and people were like, oh, I want to learn about Pinterest and I want to use it for my own marketing. I was like, oh, can you actually? Because it's so yeah, different, yeah. like in the way it operates as well. So can you, let's dive into a little bit around the differences. You said you started using it when Reels launched, but tell us a little bit about mm -hmm. like why you prefer it over Instagram. Okay, I think, but I think the number one thing for me is that it's not very face on if that makes sense. So with Instagram, you always have to be on stories, sharing your face, building a sort of relationship with your like audience. Pinterest isn't really like that. So it focuses more on like the back end of your business more. So that comes into what you actually do before you post something. So it's all within the keywords that you use, it's all within the different words that you have to like research to make sure that it actually does well. So it's everything. It's like, it's more of like the computer side of posting something than being the actual person behind the screen. So something that I really tend to do with my clients is that we always tend to focus on Instagram first. That's always like the number one social media tool or social media app that we use. And so what's so easy is that Pinterest can just be a repost of everything that you've done on Instagram. So everyone tends to think that you have to make separate new videos to post on Pinterest and it has to be a completely different media to what you do on Instagram itself. But it's a lot easier than that. You can just literally just repost some of the reels that you post on there as videos for Pinterest as well. Just the thing that's very different is that you have to put more effort into learning about how to actually rank up your pins on Pinterest because it's not so easy in terms of posting like five reels a day or like how I, I don't know there's a lot of Instagram gurus that are like post and then engage like 30 minutes after like it's a lot simpler and it's like very chill which is why it's like, it's a breath of fresh it's like a breath of fresh air compared to Instagram <laughs> yes I was actually but, talking um, to a friend the other day about how I don't want to play the game anymore there's just so much yeah. advice and I was talking to Alison she'll be a guest before you and she talks about selling on stories and you know about the yeah. advice of there's so many rules around Instagram you can't say hey guys and happy Monday and like you said you always have to show up and show your face but Pinterest you don't have to do that it's like just release all that pressure yeah. take a step back 100% 100% it's so great because you don't have to do that like you don't have to do that post which like where it's oh it's been five months how are you guys <laughs> like after that long break <laughs> off of Instagram <laughs> yeah just like creep in by yourself <laughs> yes that's so true and the way that it's set up it's more like a search engine as well so where you do yes. have instagram that's more like a personal brand people will buy from you because they follow you and they love you and they relate to your content and you're creating all the things pinterest is not like that a lot of the time if you're going on your home feed you're not seeing just the people you follow like in a way it's like tiktok because you're always getting new yeah. content put at you from totally different people all the time it's not just the people you follow so for a lot of new business owners that means that you're not limited by your follow number as well right 
If anything, I feel like the following is the least thing that you worry about on Pinterest. It's mainly just, like you said, building that search engine where for anyone that doesn't know, it basically just means that it's a lot easier for people to just search up something. Say, for instance, you are a family photographer and right now everyone's like trying to book out their summer minis, for instance. And so if they search up summer mini family photo, you want to be one of the photos that come up. And so for that to happen, you have to really focus in on building that SEO. So the search engines, so the keywords. So it's like making sure that you're pinning to the right boards as well. So it's not all mixed. So it's you're not posting a family photo and then putting that into a board of like, kitchen inspo like you have to be very organized but that it's honestly like I always sell Pinterest for everyone that likes planning as well because it is a lot of organizing and making sure that someone that does come onto your account knows where everything is rather than Instagram it's more of just it's more of the aesthetic feed I feel like that everyone tends to do like it's their current vibe but Pinterest it's like you can change it up very easily yeah yeah that's so true that is actually so true (laughs) So for, I I have a range of people who listen to this podcast. I've got some people who are like online service providers, virtual assistants, social media managers like us. And then obviously I've got the business owners as well. So I wanted to first off, just pick your brain a little bit for the people who are the virtual assistants, the social media managers, the online service providers. For those people Mm -hmm. who are, oh, I'm getting to that point in my business where I might want to start offering some new services or I might want to specialize in Pinterest. They're like you, they're sick of playing the game and always having to be on and they want to take that step back and have a bit more of a chill and simplified approach to their social media. How, or even their services, I should say, what's some advice or some tips that you would give to those people who, you know, want to specialize in Pinterest or maybe want to offer that as a service? Honestly, the first thing that goes through my head is to first know your Pinterest facts. And that could happen through investing in a course that could happen. Mine was honestly like a mix of YouTube. Mine was a mix of investing in a like a big, one of my biggest investments in a course. Top tips though, when you invest in a course, always make sure it's up to date because sometimes they can be very old and they can tell you different strategies when it comes to Pinterest that don't really fit into what aligns now to growing your account, which can be a massive problem. So really search into if this course is reliable and if it's updated quite often. But the one thing that I did when I transitioned to that Pinterest manager is I really wanted to hone down on my facts with Pinterest because it's very different to any other social media app. And because you're relying so much on that search engine, you want to make sure that you understand what to do if something goes, if the analytics go down and if the analytics go up, because you don't want to freak out when you start seeing those. You want to make sure that you're in a state where it's like you have ideas straight away in your head as to what to do when something does happen. Honestly, I felt like it was a really nice transition. Like I didn't think it was a massive jump from Instagram, but it's just making sure that you know every ha- what type of pins to post and different varieties of the different pins. Just because not everyone's going to target photographers like myself. So it's important to know the general basics of everything and then slowly just niche down to who you're trying to target, if that makes sense. Yes, that makes so much sense. That was really helpful. And you're so right. It's 
every platform has its own like culture right you have to understand yeah. you know what's going to work on one platform compared to another and like of course you can use it to repurpose and share your instagram content but at the same time that's not going to always work on every platform and it's not going to work for your whole strategy as well it depends on your clients and what they're going to be wanting to post like they might want to be doing more video they might want to be doing more quote posts and yeah. all that kind of stuff you can still do it but it's how do you adapt it to the way that Pinterest works compared to the way that Instagram works or TikTok works or any other platform works? 100%, yeah, I agree. I think that's so valuable also that you said about getting a course that is updated and relevant because it changes like all the time as well. Obviously, Instagram is known for so many rule changes and so many yeah. things all the time. I don't think it's as extreme with Pinterest. Correct no, me if no, I'm wrong. No. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> but even that, like when I was getting started on it, it was telling me you have to be a part of group boards and you have to be resharing your pins all the time. And all of that I found that's not relevant anymore as well. Like, things with social yeah. media in general is constantly updating and constantly evolving. So making sure that not only that the first course you do is updated, but then you're staying updated along the way too. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Awesome. 100%. So on the flip side then, for those listening who perhaps more business owners who are thinking, I'm sick of posting on Instagram 17 times a week and all that kind of stuff. I want to take a more simplified route as well. Give us some, any misconceptions that they might have around Pinterest or what are some things that they might need to consider before they start using Pinterest, anything that they're missing out on by not being there, give us all that kind of stuff. Okay, 100%. The first thing that you're missing out on is just opening up a completely different client funnel. So instead of people just recognizing you from one place, which is Instagram, they're now recognizing you from two places. And people may not seem, like people sometimes think of that as it's not that big of a difference. But think about it. If, for instance, your dream clients only just rely on Pinterest, like they only just like going on that app, they only just like using that app, so they're not really going to get to know you as much because you're mainly posting on Instagram. So you're completely blocking a potential client funnel from increasing just because you're not posting on there. And quite a lot of the times, a really big misconception that goes on is that I just, I don't know what to post. I don't know like how many times to post. Like Pinterest can seem very confusing and I'm 100% with you at the beginning when I first started learning. I stopped learning it for a while because it was just a lot different to what I'm used to. And it was so much, to, <laughs> it was so much to handle until I started like, I started taking it easy. So the first thing that I would tell you to focus on is your keywords have a whole big open up like a notes page or open up a, like a word doc i use an excel sheet so it's like all right in front of me and just write down say for instance that you are targeting virtual assistants so write down the keyword virtual assistant and just literally just type it up into the keyword search so like the normal search bar in pinterest and write down the keywords that come below that that's your first step of your keyword research. So now you've already got ideas as to what to write for a post that you're reposting from Instagram. So you're not making completely new content just for Pinterest. You're literally just bringing the content that you're making from Instagram to the platform of Pinterest as well. So it's making your life so much easier. 
It's just instead of you posting it to one platform, you're now posting it to two. And once you hone down to the different types of keyword research, you're going to open up different paths for Pinterest itself to know who you're trying to target to make it a lot easier for your posts to then turn up onto their accounts and then clients come through there. And it's massive on driving traffic to your website because everyone is always like clicking on pins and everyone's always, there's like massive pins with the big writings, oh, top tips for virtual assistants. They just click on that and then boom, they're on your website. That is how crazy it is. And it's insane because it's like people are missing out so much just by not reposting the same pictures. One thing I want to say though, don't repost photos without doing the keyword side. That's just like defeating the purpose of Pinterest, I feel like. So if you feel like you don't have the time to keyword research, you don't have the time to plan all this content, Tailwind, so it's a scheduling planner app that I use for Pinterest, is really good and it saves me a lot of time. Just sit down for an hour, just put all of your content into it and then it can just by itself distribute it throughout the days so you're constantly posting. So it's not just like a whole big batch one day and then you just buy it. <laughs> no, <laughs> you wanna, we want to keep it going. Yes, but I love Tailwind. Amazing. I used that before as well. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And it's constantly like making these like new features as well, which makes it a lot easier as well to use. So 100% get on it. So good. And you mentioned something that I feel like is so underrated. And that's the fact that that's one of the only platforms that you can literally click on whatever info you want and it will take you to a blog post, a YouTube video, a podcast, your website, whatever, like a freebie, a course, whatever you want to take people to you no longer have to, like on Instagram, you make a post about it and then, okay, like then they have to go to your profile, then they have to click in your bio, then they have to go so many different steps. Like they just click on it, bam, they're right there. That's Mm -hmm. so underrated. I'm amazed. amazed. (laughs) Like why is not everybody using this? (laughs) Hello? (laughs) I love that. Yeah, no, that's, it, it is so true though. And the thing is like, work smarter, not harder. Obviously, like you said, with the keywords, it doesn't take that long. All you have to do is search around your client or search the topic that you're Mm -hmm. posting about and it will come up. It will show you things that people are searching for. Use that to create your captions. Use that to create your titles. And then naturally, the more you post, the more you get comfortable, the more you learn about the platform, it's going to snowball and you're going to have people coming to your page more regularly. You're going to have more pins that show up higher and things like that. 100%. 100%. And like you said, work smart or not harder, especially as a business owner, it can get very intense, very overwhelming, very quick. And so you want to start making these new changes in your business where it makes it easier for you to get clients and for, to, for you to drive traffic to your website without doing, like you said, with Instagram, like for you to post something to drive traffic to a link, whether that's a freebie or like a course or anything there's so many steps involved like first like I have to spend a week hyping them up and like second I'm like guys just book it (laughs) but Pinterest (laughs) is like that basically you just post all around what you're trying to like market and put out and the best thing is that you can be posting about something like a specific course or a freebie that you had posted like three months ago, but it can still resurface on Pinterest because you can still bring it up without, again, having to hype everyone up and remind them, hey, by the way, this is a link that I have. You could just post that on 
and drive traffic to it even though you created that three months ago and on Pinterest that would have been like okay yeah and that's the thing it has such untapped potential because the lifespan of an Instagram post is say what like a day if that compared to a Pinterest pin that people like you said can find in three months time or a year's time and still link them back to that same thing and you can still make sales and you're not doing any more work for it 100 percent 100 percent so hopefully we've convinced everybody that's why they need to be on there. Yeah. But <laughs> is there any particular, obviously there's different target markets that spend more time on different platforms. Is there a particular <laughs> group that you would say if you are, like you said, targeting photographers, obviously it's a great place to be. Is there specific target markets that you would say work and don't work for the platform or is it like everybody should be on there? honestly everyone because I at the beginning thought that it was mainly going to be photographers because that's the main sort of thing that everyone tends to search up on Pinterest but it's literally for everything like you you go on there for like recipes for like dinner you go on there for like outfits you go on there for like business advice you go on there for quotes like it's a platform for everything I feel like if you try and eliminate yourself by thinking that you're content is not suitable for the platform that's just your brain just making up stuff like it's just not it's just not true it's so good and it's for everyone and honestly if you have a website if you have a link to anything even a freebie it is for you 100 percent. amazing so for people (laughs) who are just getting started the first thing they need to do is start looking at their keywords then they need to start yes. using their old content, repurposing it and putting their links. Is there anything else in terms mm-hmm. of creating a Pinterest strategy? Is there anything else that people need to start doing or at what steps? Any misconceptions? Ooh. One of my favorite tips that I always use when I schedule out pins for myself or for my clients is to really work alongside a feature on Pinterest which is called Pinterest trends so that in itself so one of the reasons why I love Pinterest like another one from the very much everything that I've just said is that it literally tells you how to grow your account even more And that's through a feature called Pinterest trends. So it can give you different ideas as to what's trending currently on Pinterest. And then maybe your niche falls alongside that. And what you can do as well is you can search up your niche on the Pinterest trend and see what comes up. If anything does come up, so say for instance that you are a family photographer, like we said, and right now, because like summer season is slowly coming in so a lot of summer pictures are like already starting to trend so that's a good like good place for you to start going in because now you're guaranteed that if you post something with that trend your pin is slowly going to incline more than the rest that aren't necessarily alongside trends at the moment so that's one one thing i'd also really focus in alongside your keywords so do your keywords first get like a whole big like list of them ready Go into Pinterest trends, just write down your niche, see what comes up, see if it aligns with anything that your content has. If it doesn't, that's fine. Focus on keywords. That's still going to work out as much. And then consistency is key, guys, like any other app. (laughs) But this one is extremely important because at the very beginning, especially Pinterest can feel like you're not really an account. You're still establishing yourself. So if anything, consistency has to be very strong at the beginning 
And then you can slowly start making a strategy that it just like aligns. So it just falls over. A lot of, I get this question a little bit. It's all like, how many times should I post? It's very different. And it really depends on what, what goals you have with your Pinterest account. Do you want to drive traffic? Do you want to increase like the number of people that just see your account, like the impressions? But saying that, I would say for everyone, even if your goal is different to one another, I would say start off with two a day, two pins a day. I think that's a really good start. But again, it varies a lot. So sometimes people start one pin a day. Sometimes people start two. So it really just depends on the goals that you have. But yeah, those are like my top, top three tips. They're great. So. They're great tips. And the thing is too, like you said about posting two times a day, I know some people might hear that and they might go, whoa, that's too much. I can't yeah. commit to that. But it's not like when we say you need to be posting three times a day on TikTok. It's you could literally go into Canva and write up one thing and just change the colors of it and post that out yeah, because yeah. you're not posting them all together. If you have a platform, like you said, Tailwind, for example, that's going to get mm-hmm. scheduled. One might go out today. One might go out in three days. One might go out next week. Yeah. So they're not all going to be together. Like you just create different versions of the same thing. And if you're repurposing your content, you know, if you have a podcast, if you have a blog, if you have an Instagram piece, you're just using all of those pieces. So it's not reinventing the wheel all the time. 100%. I agree. I agree. I actually didn't know that about the Pinterest trends either. So I've learned something new. This this is what I mean. They always do new, different features all the time. I'm not a big Pinterest girl. Like I use it, but I'm not like a Pinterest manager. (laughs) I'm not a Pinterest expert. You know what I mean? (laughs) So so many different tools that like I don't even know about, which is why I obviously wanted to get you on the pod. And I feel like you've given away so many great tips, so much good advice, and really just a big permission slip for people to like get on there and just try it out and just test it out, have fun with it. Like the last question that I did want to ask you though is this isn't a question that I had on the sheet to ask, but I'm curious, yeah. is should people be posting or re-sharing or pinning other people's content or just their own to their own profile? Because I know that was a big thing for a while there that you need to be pinning everybody else's content and then yours once a week or whatever it was back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> what about day. now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's best practices That's- now? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually, because like you said, it was such a big thing back in the day. And it was one of the biggest ways for you to grow an account. Yeah. And right now, it's actually very much opposite that. So the reason why I would find myself repinning someone else's photos that aren't mine onto my account is just for optimization reasons. So when you make a new board, so a new board is like a new folder. So say that folder is going to be summer photos. So you're going to put in all of your content related to that onto that folder. So when you first start that board, you want to put as many keywords as you can in this form of sentences. So you don't want to like keyword junk. So what that means is you don't just want to write down a list of the keywords that you found about summer photos. You want to link them into a nice paragraph because Pinterest doesn't like the whole like keyword junk thing. And Social media platforms are a lot that, smarter these days. It's like Google, you right? can't just type one thing in for a blog post. It's got to sound no, natural. Exactly, exactly. No. So what you do when you start that board and you put your keywords, 
you want to repin some photos that are related to that keyword, so related to the summer photos, just so it again helps Pinterest understand who you're trying to target, what type of posts are you posting, and all of that is going to start like aligning for Pinterest to know, oh yeah, okay, Samantha over here, she's trying to target summer photos for these type of clients. And then it's just all just going to go down into one line. It's just a lot simpler to Instagram because you can guide Pinterest to who you're targeting. So say that you don't like summer minis, you don't like doing them because there are, I don't know, you just, there's a like a big hassle to them. You like the long sessions instead. Don't do any summer mini stuff. Don't target, don't try and let them guide you to the account. Just really hone in on who you're trying to target with Pinterest and what type of posts you want because that's all within your hands. I feel like with Instagram, it's very much everywhere, but with Pinterest, mm. it's a lot more organized and it's a lot more simpler in terms of who you want to bring to your account and to see your work and to be a potential client, of course. So that's really important. We are all about simplicity over here and you're so 100%. right. There's no need for engaging with 50 other of your target audiences. You don't need like yeah. spammy liking and spammy commenting and it's just so desperate and like it's so not the 2023 vibe. Pinterest, you like, don't need literally. to do that. Like, <laughs> yes. you don't need to do that because you just start using your keywords and you start creating that strategy that is then going to bring in that intentional aligned audience without you having to spend hours of doing all this extra crap that we once was just like normal on Instagram like why were yes. we doing that hundred <laughs> percent I feel like we're gonna look back at being... TikTok and go why on earth are we posting so many times a day like, there's so no, many yeah, things that I'm scared to look back at, you know, what it's going to be like in the next couple of years, five years and be like, why were we doing it like that? You know, like yeah. Instagram, why did we put so many filters and add filler photos so our feed could be so pretty? Like, it's yeah. just, it's crazy. <laughs> no, it is. I Like, it's insane. And one thing I want to say is as much as like I preach about simplicity and how amazing Pinterest is, I also do want to emphasize that it does take time to fully understand the back ends of it. So if you feel like you've been trying to learn it for about like a couple of weeks or a month, or you're going on to two months and you're still stuck, that's completely fine. Just keep going slowly with it. I feel like at the very beginning, when you're trying to teach yourself everything, it can feel like it's too much because it is too much compared to what you're used to, which could be Instagram or TikTok, it's a lot simpler in that side. But Pinterest, there's a lot of backend stuff that you need to know. So it can take time, but it's 100% worth it. 100% worth it. So Simple I really do encourage doesn't mean to easy. Going. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's so yeah. true, actually. And that's the thing. Like, once you know it, then it becomes easier to work it out and yeah. easier to build it up. But it is, it's that huge learning curve. At the end of the day, you're learning a whole new platform. So exactly very easy on yourself exactly. like, take your time yeah just make yourself a cappuccino <laughs> enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> oh this is great thank you so much for coming on the pod for anybody who is interested mm. in learning more from you in following you in checking you out and connecting or even hiring you where can they find you my instagram is probably the best place nor creative guys with two e's at the very end 
and then you'll find me <laughs> brilliant awesome thank you so much for being a guest on the pod i have loved chatting with you i feel like we've had a lot of laughs which i always know it's been a good episode if we're having a lot of laughs so thank you so yeah. much i know the viewers are going to find this so valuable so thank you so much again of course thank you so much for having me i love it